Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Monday edition, the brackets are out and you can compete against us. We've got the details. Plus, are we really going to have the same tired argument about snubs? Not on this show. We're also going to get into some NFL news and notes because somebody has made it very, very clear about how they feel about Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. What did the trade from Friday at the top of the NFL draft mean for multiple teams in the league? And Odell Beckham Jr., what the hell are you doing? Plus, we've also got the debut of a brand new feature on the show, another FSRI iron. In case you missed it, it's yours next here. Two pros and a cup of Joe on a Monday, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. The damn brackets are out. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. No LeVar Arrington. He'll be back tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Everybody just relax. It's going to be BQ and I as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Brady Quinn, March Madness is back, and the damn brackets are out. How excited brackets, are you? The brackets are out. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I, I do think uh, for someone who didn't really watch a ton of college basketball this year, I, I watched a decent amount, but not a ton. Uh, I, I do have my opinions on the bracket, which I think is pretty funny because, like, everyone's got an opinion on the bracket and who should have been the number one overall seed and who got screwed and who didn't. Like, everyone's got an opinion on that, and yet no one really watched all of these teams because no one. It's not possible to watch three hundred plus teams play basketball this season and really have a true opinion on all of this, especially in the middle of football season. I mean, let's, right. let's just call it what it is. And for college basketball, who I think has pretty much resigned itself to the fact that it's you know it's a three week sport now at this point. 
I mean, it's about the tournament. Like, all, like you got all these NFL stories, all this stuff popping up, and then you've got obviously the in-season stuff and the playoffs. And then by the time you finally catch your breath, all of a sudden we're basically in in conference in conference play late in the season, and then we got conference tournaments. Although I do want to say, um, just first and foremost, um, obviously a difficult day yesterday for Purdue, who really, really tried as hard as they could to lose that game to Penn State. I mean, they tried, and so it's unfortunate they were unsuccessful in doing so, and they actually did hold on to win. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, we are. They're, yeah. they're, they're dropping out for uh, for Lavar there. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Like the late game execution for Purdue was as bad as it as you could possibly. You sound find like it. someone who had money on Purdue. No, no. Listen, uh, broadcast professional. I don't gamble on that. I couldn't get no. a bet in time. Basically, no. is what happened. But uh, I, I mean, I, I personally don't really care how you win them as <laughs> long as you win them. Yeah. Uh, Purdue's been dominant all season long. Uh, it's, it's, it's no surprise. Uh, Zach Eddie's been phenomenal. So uh, the outcome wasn't a surprise. How they got there was, uh, again, I personally, especially in tournament, tournament time, no one remembers the close call you close calls you had on your way to a Final Four appearance. So that, that's all this is really about at this point. Well, I mean, listen, it's like your guy John Calipari said uh, back in the day, just land the plane. Doesn't matter. Uh, there's going to be some turbulence in the tournament. Just land the plane, get the win, and then and then move on to the next round. So I, I did hear a lot of conversation over the weekend, though, as we were ramping up for the brackets to come out. As far as what really a Final Four appearance means, like, is it that great of, of an accomplishment? Is it not that great of an accomplishment? I, I personally look at it and think there's there's probably some years where you've got teams who are one seeds that have an easy path. But, you know, when, when you think about the setup of the tournament itself, there's no other playoff format that we have where the number one seed doesn't have home field advantage. No. <laughs> they, they, might, they might be close to where they're from, but they don't have home court advantage. And, you know, yeah, you're matched up versus a 16 seed in some cases and all that. But after that, the matchups get pretty interesting. And it's a single elimination, so it only takes – one game where you're not shooting well, the opponent happens to be going lights out, and you're in trouble. I actually think it's one of the reasons why we haven't seen a repeat champion since, what, Florida? Yeah. Is that the last team to do it back in the Billy Donovan era in the, yeah. the uh, mid-2000s? Yeah, that was the uh, the Al Horford teams back then, uh, Joe Kim well, Noah. Joe Kim Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it is. that. That's why when people talk about going to the Final Four, I, I still like, – look, you don't have bye weeks. There's no, like, it's not like to your point, like any other thing that we watch in sports. So if you can make a run and get hot and then you don't have a lot of time to prepare for these games because you're playing a game and then you get done, you're waiting to see who you play. You've got, you've got to turn and burn, you know, you're, you're, you're just looking at everything and researching and breaking everything down. And then you go right back into another game. And the best case scenario is, well, it's in your region. Okay, well, that's cool, but it's not. It's still not a home game. So to your point, I, I look at it and I go, I don't care what year it is, how strong, quote-unquote, the field is. If you can get to a Final Four, that's accomplishing something. Like right. that's, and, and so when people talk about, well, Jim Boeheim didn't do enough, okay, well, five Final Fours. I don't know. That's kind of cool. Like, you know, I mean, I know he only won one national title, but to be able to go on a run like that, depending on, you know, whatever the bracket looks like or whatever teams you face on your way there, I still think it's an accomplishment. Okay, and the reason why I bring this up is because it comes out of seeding. So if you go through the bracket, 
Some people feel like Kansas got hosed, uh, in, in part because, look, they played in the toughest conference, which I think is the opinion of people, by and large, the Big 12 this year, which has been phenomenal. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, even though they obviously got blown out in the Big 12 championship game, they still at least got to the championship of that conference anyway. Some people thought they should have been the, the, the second number one seed overall, which I believe would have given them a path that would have gotten them to the Sweet 16 in Kansas City. And, and instead, now they're, they're going to be going to Las Vegas, which you'd imagine Kansas City, Missouri. There actually is a Kansas City, Kansas, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Um, but those Sweet 16 games would be Kansas, in, in Kansas City, Missouri, at least closer to Lawrence, Kansas, or where the campus is. And, and so it would have provided a bit of, you know, I guess you'd say a home court advantage for a couple more games. But that, that sort of thing usually very rarely exists. And in the case of Kansas, because of the seating, they now don't have that opportunity. I mean, it was almost like the committee actually used that against them uh, to, to make a case for maybe why they shouldn't be the number two overall seed, uh, at least as a, as a number one seed in this case. But whatever the case is, I, I'm excited for it. Um, I know they've talked about expanding the field past the, the 68 that now get in with the two playing games. I'm not a fan of that. I think to your point earlier about you know the fact that this has become a three-week sport, it really has to a degree. Maybe you'd say a four-week sport with the conference tournaments added in only because it does allow some of those teams to punch their ticket. But I don't feel like there's as much of a buzz about this year's uh, tournament as compared to maybe some years past. And I don't know if that's because you don't have like a, a team like North Carolina that's a blue blood that was a part of the tournament last year playing in the finals and obviously didn't even make it this year. Uh, I'm not sure what you attribute that to, but but it feels like as college football continues to make itself more of a national sport, less regionalized, basketball hasn't really followed suit, uh, even though the tournament in itself is is more of a nationally consumed deal. It just it seems like there's there's so many teams, there's so many times you focus on them. Is that maybe one of the the problems with the tournament? Is you've got in the, with the exception of one one seed in Virginia one year that lost to a 16 seed. We look at some of the smaller schools that get an opportunity like, hey, thanks for coming out, but that's the end of it. Like that, That's all you get. And there's maybe some meaningless games that are played in this in your mind? I, to me, I don't know that they need any – I don't know that there's buzz that they necessarily need going into the tournament anymore. I think if they've got their pocket. They've got their three- to four-week stretch in the sports calendar, and – they're going to be successful every single year because everybody, even if you haven't watched a single second of college basketball, somebody you work with, somebody you bump into, everybody's doing a bracket. Fox Sports Radio's got a bracket challenge. We're going to give out details on that and how you can compete against us and, and other listeners and all that. I, I just look at it and I go, it is what it is. Like College basketball is always going to have this niche. There's been a lot of discussions about this season and you know Alabama being the one seed with all the off-the-court issues and, and them being number one overall I, I just view it as yeah we're not so caught up in the moment right now but the second Thursday rolls around and you've got all these uh, men around the country scheduling vasectomies and and you know putting these fake uh, screensavers at work so people can't figure out whether or not you're actually watching the games or being productive at work like all of that stuff just plays into what it is and as the week goes on it's going to start to ramp up and once Thursday gets here all bets are off I still think it's going to be the same interest the same fun the same craziness we're going to see some ups 
upsets. It happens every single year. I just don't look at it with any sort of concern. Other sports, like the NBA, that are still trying to, to figure out how, how they want to market their league and how they want to brand their league and, and who do they want to cater to and all that. But when it comes to college basketball, I just think it is what it is. You get your three or four week on the sports calendar, on your sport calendar. You're going to hit it out of the park. You're going to have your final four, and then you just disappear, and you wait until the NFL cools off next February. That's it. That's how it works. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I look at it quite the same. I, I think the problem with the sport is it, it's become a three, four-week sport because they haven't necessarily made um, the, the adjustments or changes they've needed to in, in order to make this more than that. At least that's how I feel about it. I mean, when, when I think about Gonzaga and what Gonzaga used to be two decades ago and maybe more than that before Mark Few got there and what he's done, um, and now you look at what they are, they were a Cinderella story. They're not a Cinderella story anymore. They're looked at as, as almost a powerhouse. I, I think some youngins probably look at them and say, oh, they're a blue blood. And a no, disappointment. Sure and they look, they're looked at as a disappointment because they can't get over the hump. Well, I, I'm, not, I'm not going that direction. What I'm saying is I, I don't know that you can get many other programs that fall into that category where in two decades from now we look at and i don't know maybe you look at oral roberts some people call bobby mo uh, maybe maybe you look at a, an oral roberts um or sorry, i'm thinking of robert morris but maybe we look at a smaller school like that and say okay they've they've made the tournament however many times they've got a reputation they're looked at as one of those hey they're gonna be a double digit seed but look out for them they can pull off an upset you know sometimes you see those teams or those programs in the tournament, you go, oh, yeah, I've heard of them before. Yeah, they could pull off an upset here and there. The reality is with the direction that college sports are going, you know, these schools are at such a disadvantage in regards to the resources that they can provide versus the Power Five conferences. And I know we don't talk about college basketball because you have so many schools. And now we've adopted the phrasing of quad one wins, quad two wins. Um, and that can be an ever-changing landscape depending on how a team's trending. But the majority of quad one wins, when we're talking about those teams, are programs that are a part of conferences that are viewed at Power Five, are getting a ton more resources or revenue generated from TV contracts that are helping out those athletic departments. And I just think the gap is only going to get bigger. It's not going to get smaller. And if you're a transfer portal you know, uh, if you're a kid looking to get in the transfer portal from northern Kentucky, for example, there's going to be way more attractive options at much bigger programs. And I think the differentiator is huge between the small schools who are the have-nots and the big schools that are the haves. So I know you feel like there's no issue with it, but I think moving forward, the, the tournaments, it's never going to fall by the wayside because of how special it is and the moments that it can, can create. But I think college basketball is losing its grip on trying to create, especially as college football looks to expand their playoff and everything else, and they're you know, continuing to grow and getting more market share. I don't know that you can say that college basketball has done that. Like, I don't know that it's as big as it used to be when, when I was a little kid buying Final Four t-shirts. I don't even know if I used to like any of the teams that were in the Final Four. I just thought it was the coolest they thing. They were so the sweet. time was one of the greatest things ever. So great. And, and now I don't see kids walking around doing that. I don't see kids as invested as they used to be. And, and look, this could be a byproduct of, you know, kids being a one and done now. Um, you know, back then you, you kind of had a degree of that, but it wasn't as common. And it's a bit more common now. I'm not sure exactly what you attribute it to. I just feel like it's a great time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year. I hope that doesn't change. But I have this sense or feeling that it, it might be kind of 
you know, heading in that direction where it's getting left, you know, left in the dust compared to some of those sports. Well, I think it's also that it's another example of why nerds have ruined so much of what we grew up with. See, when you grow up like we do on the mean streets in the Midwest, you know, it's not like nowadays where these kids go on Snapface and TikTok and, and t- tweet out some video dancing about what their favorite team did. You know what you and I used to have to do? We used to have to either print out our bracket or cut one out of the newspaper and then risk getting all that newspaper ink all over our hands so that we could fill out our brackets. And you had to do it in pen because you didn't want any scumbag doing it in pencil and then going back afterwards and erasing it. They don't know what that's like now. Now they just go on TikTok TikTok or some of these other lame sites. They do some music video, some knockoff dance video that looks like some En Vogue remake from the 90s. And then they think to themselves, oh, look at me. I finally made it to the tournament. And here are my picks. Not like you and I. They've ruined it for us. I refuse to let that happen. Break out those old Final Four shirts. And let's make the tournament great again, Brady Quinn. That's what you and I need to do. And we can lead the charge. By the way, did I ever tell you I ran a pool one time in junior high, which was like completely against our school policy? (laughs) Did you really? So, so I had to like go straight undercover with like all my buddies and doing it. <laughs> and, and here was the only issue. What is right? it? So rounders? Wow, well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, so I was like collecting money from all the buddies, like in between class, and was kind of like low key. I mean, this is gonna be hard for people to believe, but it was before cell phones, folks. So you actually had to like in between class go and like <laughs> try to figure out a way of like telling my buddy, "Hey, come on outside when you get a chance." You know, "Hey, I need you to pay up. Need your twenty bucks." Blah blah. blah. So, like, I, I created this whole pool. And as we're going through the tournament, and I'm obviously keeping track of all this, and I would give everyone at that point, we did have email, so I'd give them, everyone through my, my AOL account an email update. The problem was I won the tournament, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to keep the money. Everyone's going to think the fix is in. So I, I literally had to award it to the second uh, place guy, and what? I just like basically just like, I, I you know, jumped on the grenade because I was like, oh, there's no way. I'll be accused of cheating in this. I, I'm not going to be able to take credit of it. So I literally had to give away all the money even though I had the best bracket of it. If it was on the up and up, who cares? If they suck at their picks, why is that your problem? I, I, they, they didn't stink, but the problem was is it was going to be contested. I was like, oh, yeah, of course the guy who's running it and has all the cash is just going to go ahead and keep it, which at that point in time, it, it would have probably you know been a pretty shady move, but the cash would have been great. I was just like, yeah, I, I can't do this to my buddies. Like They would accuse me of being a cheater forever. And so. How much cash are we talking about? Um, I think we had, it was like, it was a good amount. Cause I think we ended up having like 12 guys do it. Right. So like 240 bucks it was a $20 buy-in take all. Yeah. And at that age, that's a lot of money. Hell yes, it is. That's probably a new bike back then. Yep. I mean, you're, ta- you're, you're talking about this point in my life. That's like the, the late nineties. Like that's for sure. A nice bike, maybe even a couple of baseballs or a baseball mitt, depending on if it was a nice Rawlings that came out. Heart of the Hyde. You wouldn't know anything about that. Oh, come yeah. on, please. Heart of the Hyde. Uh, uh, but I was more of a Mizuno guy myself. You know, yeah, they weren't really the way big I back worked. then. But, so, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's just the way I, I operate. Mizuno, but, uh, are you talking about baseball gear or golf Yeah, baseball there, gear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but here's what you should have done, and this is just forward thinking, and, and I feel like you would have gone in this direction had you kept the money. What you should have done is then go – buy some knockoff Final Four t-shirts and then resell those for like $10 more than you bought them for. And next thing you know, that 240 turns into an even bigger profit for you. I mean, talk about the, the wheeling and dealing in on the streets of Dublin, that Brady Quinn. Look at you. That's how you yeah. got to start it, man.
Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. I, unfortunately, I couldn't find any knockoff T-shirts. You know, they, they, I'm not really sure how that works, but they pretty much just had the standard ones at the grocery store that we'd go out and buy, and we'd and usually turn it into a cutoff. Although yeah. in those days, not that the kids would remember this, but remember Kerry Kittles at Villanova? <laughs> yes. Where he'd cut off, he'd, he'd cut off his off shooting arm, but then his shooting arm would still <laughs> right. have the t-shirt sleeve. That became the fad. Like everyone was doing what Kerry Kittles was doing, but that's what I'm talking about. Like think about back in the day, you had a lot of these like iconic figures, or or like the cutoff that Ray Allen wore was like the perfect cutoff, and everyone wanted to have the Yukon like Ray Allen cutoff yeah. underneath their jersey the way he did it. But you, I just I don't feel like the kids have the same connection to these athletes the way we used to. And I don't know what exactly to draw that, you know, draw that conclusion to outside of the fact that I don't know that college basketball has kept up with other sports and continuing to kind of grow and, and relate its game to the masses, even the younger generations. I mean, there was nothing you knew the tournament was back. Obviously, because, you know, people are, are gambling at, at middle school or high school in Dublin, Ohio, but also you knew because you'd have these guys for no reason whatsoever, and I still have not gotten an explanation that makes any sense, that are wearing T-shirts underneath their jerseys while they're playing. I still, to this day, have not gotten an explanation that makes any sense whatsoever. Why are you Why wearing you wear a T-shirt underneath your jersey? Yes. What, just it's go- actually a really easy explanation. Okay, what's the explanation? Well, first off, like the jerseys didn't feel great when you'd sweat in them, especially when they're like a mesh material. So <laughs> Terrible jerseys. You'd yeah. usually want a T-shirt to absorb some of the sweat. Sometimes guys didn't like how they felt you know, on them, like just the material in general or even the look. And, and by the way, it gets cold, dude. Like when you're wearing a jersey and shorts and you don't have much else, that's why you have warm-ups on sitting on the bench because you get cold. So usually having a, another shirt on or another layer underneath kind of helps you keep a little bit warm, feels a little bit better, and absorbs some of that sweat. So when you're going in and out of the game, it's not as bad. Like that's actually the easiest. That's like not wearing an undershirt when you're wearing your football pads. It'd be incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, that's how I, listen, but, but again, that's why we're different, all right, because I operated with no shirt underneath. Just let it fly, and you deal with whatever rash you got coming to you when's the last time you shot in basketball i do with my son every day every no 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 no. outside on a real hoop like in an actual like basketball setting uh about a month ago yeah there's one there's one of my mom's house yeah we have one in the backyard fired up a little bit yeah. I mean, that's, but again. You just went out and shot one hoop and left? No, just shoot around for a few minutes. You got to, you yeah. never leave on a miss either. You always make your last shot and then you walk away. So I was there for quite some time. Well, some, some people you have to make your last two. Let me tell you, yeah, I'll, I'll say this though. I'm, I'm entering like another level when it comes to those little Fisher Price uh, kids hoops. My son and I get after it. Like yeah. it, it's like a three-point shootout, and he can't hang at all. I, it's to the point now where my lead has grown, and now I'm shooting left-handed. Like I'm going to start shooting with my feet pretty soon, just to rub it in even more. He's got to yeah. pick up his game. But, he talks a lot of trash yeah, for how young he is. He talks a lot of trash. <laughs> hey, by the way, I would also like to say uh, that thing you were telling me about daylight savings, messing, messing with kids. Yeah. That's How's correct. your weekend, pal? Yeah, that was correct. Uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's everyone doing out there who's oh, got kids man. and they got up <laughs> a lot earlier than people were expecting? Yeah. 
little, little dicey. Uh, all right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, it's code up next. We could have the answer to a question many people in the NFL have been asking for quite some time. We'll have it for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up in, we'll call it a little over 15 minutes from now, there is company that you want to keep in the world of sports, and this is the kind of company you want to keep. We'll give into, we'll get into that for you here again a little over 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. But uh, Brady Quinn, you know, last year, and I believe it was the year before, we started a fun little game. Like, right around this time. Yeah. And it was called Weekend at Murphy's. And it was because Mark Murphy, the president of the Green Bay Packers, he just has this ability to just not really consider sometimes how things that he could say could be construed to the outside world and maybe how it might, you know, hurt some feelings or maybe piss off certain people in the organization. He just lets it fly. 
And so this past weekend, uh, Mark Murphy decided to talk with Fox in Green Bay on Friday night. And he was asked just a couple of simple questions about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Normally we get some canned responses and canned answers from people in a position of power like Mark Murphy is. And, uh, oh, no, a weekend at Murphy's is back. Take a listen. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, the way we would want them, yeah. But, you know, I think it's trying to find what he wants and what we want, and hopefully we can find a win-win situation. If he requests a trade, will you honor it? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we would. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All <laughs> right. There it is. <laughs> Now, Rod- um, well, what I appreciate the most, and I want to play the sound again, just listen at the tone at which Mark Murphy talks. Um, and, and again, and take into account these things, right? You're talking about a player who's a first bout Hall of Famer, four-time MVP, won a Super Bowl for you. He happened to have followed up Brett Favre, and, which is tough to do, right? Like, I think one of the more underrated things Aaron Rodgers has done, and it, it probably, to me, and just as a former player, like stands up there amongst his accomplishments on the field is like being the guy to actually fill in for those shoes. Like it, it's one thing to be like touted and a first round pick. They trade up to get you. But it's another thing to actually say like, oh, yeah. And I play behind Brett Favre, who's a Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. And uh, yeah, I actually also became a Hall yeah. of Famer and brought that same organization to the Super Bowl and won four MVPs like that, that in and of itself is incredibly hard to do. And I think a lot of people can relate to that who's ever had to step in to fill in for someone who's just phenomenal in what they do. But listen to just how, as a matter of fact, Mark Murphy talks <laughs> when he's absolutely like a haymaker to the chances of Aaron Rodgers being back with Green Bay. Hold on, listen one more time. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, uh, the way we would want them, yeah. But, you know, I think <laughs> it's trying to find what he wants and what we want, and hopefully we can find a win-win situation. If like, he like requests Murphy, a trade, will you? He leads off with a jab, and he's like, yeah, uh, if things don't work out the way we want them. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just follows right up with a knockout right after. It's oh, like, it's like so he says, hey, uh, you want to go out sometime? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if nobody else comes along, I mean, for yeah. sure I'd go out with you. Yeah, yeah, no, if everyone else on the planet dies and you're the only person <laughs> like, left, sure, I, mean, I, I think that'd be a yeah, good like, yeah. You know what? Yeah, absolutely, of course, you'd be my last option. Why not? Yeah. The yeah. less than ideal choice. It is phenomenal stuff. Rogers also was at a, a charity event with Brandon Marshall uh, talking uh, over the weekend. Oh, this is great. And he just, yeah. uh, just kind of you know was talking with Brandon Marshall about – the scenario, the meeting with the Jets. And Brandon Marshall tried to really slow play it at first. He tried to just ask him some questions about the charity game and how he was performing. And then he decided, you know, so now that we've gotten that all out of the way, you know, why don't we get to some of the other good stuff here? There's been some rumblings about you maybe meeting with the Jets. This is obviously on the heels of Aaron Rodgers going underground for a short time and hanging out with gophers and earthworms and the rest of the people who like to smoke weed underground. And so here was uh, Brandon Marshall and Aaron Rodgers talking at this charity tournament over the weekend. How was it meeting Woody Johnson? How was that meeting? Oh, that was, that was, yeah, it's, it's always interesting meeting important figures in the sport. Um, yeah, it's always interesting. That's all I'm giving. I'm just there now. That's all I'm giving. A-Rod. What are we doing, A-Rod? Stay tuned. 
Stay tuned. How Stay long tuned. we gotta wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's there's a there's a time there's a time limit for all this. Yeah. So that's uh this is about wrapping up here. It's over. Uh, the Rodgers time in Green Bay, the Aaron Rodgers era in Green Bay is over. And now it's just a matter of whether or not he wants to play and whether or not they he ends up playing for the New York Jets. Because there's no – I don't imagine any possible way he goes back to Green Bay, especially after Mark Murphy's comments over the weekend. It's over. Yeah. You know what's sad about all this? Because we talked about the potential of this happening last year. And it feels like the only thing keeping this from happening a year prior – is the fact that he he was coming off an MVP season. I mean, that, that's the reality. Had this past season happened two years ago, you're probably hearing that same narrative, the same Mark Murphy comments and in interview. Um, it, it just it felt like they were waiting for the moment. After they drafted Jordan Love, the writing was on the wall. They were waiting for the moment to move on from him. Yeah. And they, and they couldn't because he had two back-to-back MVP seasons, and they were, what, a 14-win team, a 13-win team? Like there's just there's no way they could sell that to their fan base, and I think this year because the way the season went, they go eight and nine, they don't make the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers still had a good year; it wasn't a great year, but it was a good year, and they had some moving parts. But that combined with you know kind of almost playing into everything that he's become, you know, being so open off the field. Almost pushed that narrative and played into it, right? Yeah. The uh, the immunization comments, the the you know Iowa ayahuasca or whatever the hell it was he's taken. Like they almost played that up too, to a degree where it made it easier for them to move on in this relationship. Yeah, it just it feels like. This was just delayed, 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 and now's the time, and now we go forward. I'm just, I'm curious to see it, it, how Rodgers plays this because he's been so, he wants to be able to control the messaging and how this stuff gets out, and that's not a knock on Aaron Rodgers. He has every right to do that, especially considering, and we've talked about this before, all the crap that's been said about him publicly, not even just the immunization stuff, but the coverage of his family dynamic and his relationship with his family and all that. There's a He doesn't trust a lot of people in the media you can tell and and rightfully so so i think he wants to be able to get this out and be able to control how the message lands because i do think his relationship and his fondness of the people and the fans in green bay is real like i think that that means a lot to him and he wants to make sure he goes out and with the proper respect paid towards them and i'm just curious when and how he does it does he just go on McAfee's show starring A.J. Hawk and drop it there? Does he do uh, you know, his own little tribute video and that's how he makes the announcement? I'm just curious how that messaging gets out because I think that's really important to him. I think he wants to be I think he wants to be in charge of how this lands with the with the city of Green Bay. And I just don't know how that happens. Or does he just retire because everybody assumes he's going to come back for the $58, $59 million and him just say, no, 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 this was never about money for me. I'm still on my journey trying to discover myself. I don't need your money. I'll just walk away. That's why, that's why I want to see how this lands. And I think this is probably maybe the week or in the next couple of days this is going to go down for Aaron Rodgers. But, but the one thing that's lingering out there is the idea that he doesn't want to retire the same year as Tom Brady does. You know, if Tom Brady ultimately is going to go into the Hall of Fame – It'd be the same year as Rodgers if they retired, and I don't think he wants to play second fiddle to Tom Brady. And, you know, when you talk about his messaging to the fans and, and maybe the decision of when he wants to drop whatever news it's going to be, it feels like he's, 
He's cognizant of, of, of his legacy and how this impacts that and how it looks. You know, this is one of those I'm going to take my talents to South Beach type moments where you're going to remember whatever words or however this is done by Aaron Rodgers and, and when he leaves Green Bay. Like, Packers fans will never forget it. You know, Cleveland Cavaliers fans, even though LeBron came back and brought them a championship, they'll still never forget him leaving the first time and how it was done and what was said, right? So I think Aaron Rodgers is very conscious of that. I do wonder this, because I don't think retiring is in play here for that reason amongst the money and everything else. But what if Tom Brady came back to play? What happens if he called Tom and said, hey, Tom, what are you doing? Are you just sitting this thing out for a while? Are you trying to come back and play another year, maybe with the Miami Dolphins or someone else? And if that was actually in play still, I wonder if then the possibility of him retiring would come in where he just says, nope, I'm done. And then that way they would be on separate paths knowing what he knows moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a 0.001% chance of that being the case, but I, it would be interesting to think if those two had talked and they'd be on you know, the same page in regards to what's happening out there. I, I know that uh, Tom Brady said that he doesn't want Aaron Rodgers to retire. Uh, this was a few weeks ago because he thinks uh, you know, he's too good a player and we need good players in this league. So I know that Tom Brady was on record saying that, so I don't know if that... I, I that do think the idea of either of them retiring, taking a year off and coming back, to me, I'm, I'm just... I don't see it. I, I, I don't... I, at their age... I don't think that makes any sense. So we'll see what happens. I think there will be a decision or something's going to be made this week. Two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, there is good company that somebody is now keeping in the world of sports. We'll tell you who that is right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... 
or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. A big-time move in the NFL. What does it mean moving forward, though? We'll get into that for you here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, RV, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Morning, fellas. Lots happening this weekend. Hey, Brady. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, lots of, lots happening this weekend, so understandable if you missed this in case you missed it. Scotty Scheffler reclaimed the number one spot in the golfing world after Man. winning the Players' Championship. He shot 17 under par, more than five strokes better than the next guy. What was even more impressive, though, was that his grandmother, Mary, walked the entire length of the, uh, of the tournament with him, going viral. Shout-outs to Mary. How about that? Granny hanging out, watching. Do we have uh, any more like information? Like, how old is is, is Mary? You said her, was her name. She's eighty-eight years of age. She wow. had she had her. Um, uh, I guess you call it not a. I'm not sure of the exact term. It's not a stroll or you know a walking, assisting. Uh, what do you call those? Like a uh, like a walker. 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 Thank you. Thank you. A walker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I mean, walker. Pretty much there. Um, he play, He's played phenomenal. He's actually in that, that era right now, and for people out there who are golf fans, we're probably not up right now, um, or, or they've been watching the Netflix series Full Swing, um, you heard a lot of the, the top pros in the PGA Tour talk about it. Like, he's that guy that's in his prime. Now, how long he can sustain it, we'll see, but he's doing things, for example, I, I think, I don't know if he's a back-to-back winner of that specific tournament, but... Um, only him, Woods, uh, and, and Jack Nicholas had, had accomplished something that he accomplished it's, this weekend. Uh, they, to reign is both the players and masters champion simultaneously. Yeah. I mean, he's that's pretty good company. He's he's playing his his best golf. He's playing the best golf of anyone in the world, obviously, with, with the ranking. But I think anyone in the PGA Tour would tell you, it's always just about can they sustain it. Like Brooks Kepka was there at one point. George Spieth was there at one point. There's a number of guys who have been there. It's Roy McIlroy that's been in there at one point. It just depends on how long he can sustain the run that he's on. Do you think you could beat him if he no played if he played left-handed? Uh, maybe. I don't know how good he is left-handed. Like those guys spend so much time playing golf. He, he might be a really, really good golfer left-handed. <laughs> you imagine that. Yeah. Uh, all right, what else we got, Lee? Keeping it in the golf world. Uh, as we all know, Tiger's single 
yet again after breaking things off with Erica Herman last year. And there's actually odds out for who his next partner might be. Giselle Bunchen, right. surprisingly, at the top of that list at plus 2,500. Other notable names, Kim Kardashian, Shakira, Jada Pinkett-Smith, yeah, Paige Spronick. There's some adult so, actresses on this list. So let's hold on for a second. Adult Jada Pinkett-Smith. Isn't she with Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, but that hasn't yeah, stopped her before. They can do whatever they want. They're an yeah, open, re- open relationship. Please. Okay. That, and this is obviously where the whole Chris Rock thing stems from. Right? Yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, look. Which, apparently, it's only grown legs on his comedy tours, his comedy specials, my understanding. <laughs> yeah, he blasted him. I mean, yeah. look. Yeah, you let people take it out take it out for a test drive. Okay, serious <laughs> question here, though. Like, and, and I don't know anyone who's in an open relationship, but if they were... Like, can you get possessive if you're in an open relationship? Depends on who borrows you. You know, I'm saying it seems like that's kind of a yeah, could yeah. be a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's like, hey, dude, you gave them the car. You can't be upset that if they come back and you know they <laughs> right. they bent one one of the rims or you know the inside of it smells like fast food. Like, is that you a scratch? Gave them the car. Giggity, 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 giggity. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 